wrong with you? You don't like cotton candy. How can you have grown up in Jersey and not like cotton candy? I also don't like. Well, no. I can deal with salt or taffy. Deal with it? That's awesome shit. Never tried. Teeth and all of them. You're not doing it right then. Whatever. Well, all the kids were eating, like, cotton candy, and they were eating saltwater taffy. I was having pizza and nipping at friends' mojitos. Hey, folks, welcome to CouchCast number 42. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlog. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And Dave special Raider. guest. Dave Raider. Yeah, Dave Raider. Dave Raider. Dave brought pizza. He He's brought my us. hero. <laughs> he brought us pizza. Uh, delicious. You're all a bunch pizza. of cheap whores. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're, we're are we food. just cheap or are we just whores? I'd say why can't you be both? I, think, I, yeah. I think we're a little of both. Yeah. yeah. Are we human or are we dancers? Yes. <laughs> I don't are we not men? Know. We are Devo. <laughs> well, you know I'm going to dive right in because it's huge. This is friggin' huge today. Yes. Lord, I saw but, him putting it together. It's going to be a long one. But folks. we uh, we can't do. We got a lot of this. Here it is. News you don't give a shit about. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Well, first off, uh, next week's Rock Band Two uh, track pack. Tops this list. It's Lady Gaga. Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> Lady Gaga Pack 01 includes Bad Romance, Just Dance, Monster, and Jeff's favorite, Poker Face. Oh, oh. Poker Face with my finger in there your is, eye. There is one redeeming factor, however. On an individual track, you are also allowed to buy Eric Cartman's version of Poker Face. Okay, yes. now that oh, I can okay. tolerate. because I, I, Folks, if you haven't seen the South Park episode where they're playing rock band and Cartman is singing post- Poker Face, he owns that song. I cannot hear it now without thinking of Eric Cartman doing Poker Face. It's, it is that awesome. That's a Japanese killing dolphins episode, isn't it? Uh, I think you're. I, th- I think yeah. it is. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, watch Fuck it you, dolphin. <laughs> Fuck you, whale. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's hilarious. It's online. You oh, should just watch it. I thought they relegated that sort of uh, fair, that pop fair, to um, that other one with oh, Taylor Band Swift. Hero? Band Hero. Yeah, that's band another hero. whole company. Uh, it's Guitar Heroes. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the way that uh, Rock Band figures it, you either want it or you don't. If you don't want it, you won't buy it. That's true. Yeah. That's I, true. I plan on buying the track just so that when uh, the whole pack, that way when Jeff plays it on random, it'll also uh. po- pop up real quick. <laughs> this is what I get for, I, you know, I, the other day I bought the whole... Jackass. No. I bought the whole um, Rush album pack that was I on know. there, as I well know. as the... Um, the additional tracks that were available for the real the real Rush one. Ain't no one playing drums on that. No, <laughs> I I keep waiting to hear Torgo play it. Come, I like walk up the stairs one day and I'll hear. Dun, 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 dun. God damn it, Jeff! God damn it! Yes, <laughs> waiting, I, waiting for him to try to. I was be buying Neil tracks Perth. the other day and I saw him on there. I was like, God damn him! What else did he buy? <laughs> That's actually all I bought that day. That's all I could afford at that time. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Battlestar Galactica, the video game, is coming. Why do Another I one about this? It's becoming. Wait for it. A browser-based MMO. What? I know the game what? is the game is being developed by Big Point, which operates several titles in the genre. Battlestar Galactica Online will infect your internets sometime this autumn on the Seafee Channel website oh. for an exclusive thirty-day period. Wait, you know, it's going to Cylons have a thirty-day period. Yes, they do. <laughs> the, the MMO is going to be based on. Stops. They're always pissed <laughs> off. After they, it's going to be based on after they get to Earth, and and from there on. 
so it's going to be boring. You Humans have as, a seven-day period, Cylons have a seven-day period. You play as the dead period. president. Wait, so you seriously, you only have 30 <laughs> days to play this game? I'm not sure. It says exclusive 30-day period. I'm not sure what that it's means. It's probably only exclusive to Cylons. Free for, for 30, 30 days. days. This is brand new it's news. It's free for 30 I days. I cannot you name one browser-based MMO that's any good. So I can't name I'm, one period. No, I can. Ebony. It sucks. Oh, um, what about Says Maple the man Story? Who designs websites Maple for a living. Story. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, what about Ragnarok? <laughs> uh, now, as we know, Battlestar Galactica had a uh, game for the Xbox that was utter crap. And yes. I'm hoping that the Battlestar Galactica games do not go the way of the Star Trek games and where they're always famously garbage. <laughs> I actually liked Star Trek Legacy. I, I played that all the way through to completion on the 360. It was it was probably the the first good Star Trek game console based in a long time. Mm. I mean, I was trying to think back to what the last game of Star Trek that I truly liked was. I like Birth and, of the Federation. Oh, oh, don't even like, start with that, that, that game. Life, that game ate my life. Micromanagement heaven. You and yeah. Steve Biggs. I'm going even more old school. I'm going to go back and say the Star Trek 25th anniversary for the PC. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I'm going wow. I love that game. Star Trek for the Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is the, the original series oh, pinball game. The, the old that, was that wasn't that the version of the, the old arcade style one? Where no, you, this was oh, all in ASCII. Remember the, 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 <laughs> it was like on the mud. <laughs> what the hell was it? A moo? Because I had that on my Commodore sixty four. The, wow. the, the old motion picture video game. Stars or your Enterprise you. was an asterisk minus sign and an equal sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, Battlestar Galactica is zero for one in video games. Hopefully, it'll go zero for two. Otherwise, we'll never see one again. News you don't give a shit about joystick. All right, here it is. This is for you, Paul. It's about time for those who wanted to play Street Fighter on your iPhone. <laughs> yes, it's coming. Stuff. Tonight, Terrible. as a matter of fact, we're recording this on a Tuesday night at a Capcom Fight Club events. Capcom Those are cool. launched Street Fighter 4 for the iPhone as fans watched. Those are cool. Those Fight Club events are cool, and I would love to go to one of those. As, as, as you guys know, or maybe don't know, I'm way into the uh, underground fighting scene. Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I like to spectate. I don't play uh-huh. or bet money or anything, but I like to spectate, and I find it utterly fascinating, that subculture. I really do. Uh, but... Street Fighter for the iPhone, it's not, you don't have a full move set. You have to touch most of the screen where the action's going on to do anything. It's wonkadilic. That's, that's, yeah, that's shit you don't give a shit about. Games you don't ever need. Yes. You'll Dude, be able to swipe, just, swipe, swipe until you pull off a Hadouken. It's just boom. Capcom <laughs> trying to squeeze another few cents out of that franchise. I don't front on them trying to get the dough, but oh, yeah. they, need to, they need to just do it a different way because that, that, that is a bad port. Bad port. Yeah, I got. Madden NFL 10 on this thing. I think, oh, it's going to be cool. And no. Right. No. Exactly. How could that? No. Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Paramount Pictures and former Walden Media co-founder Kerry Gernart. Oh, sorry. Granat. Producing with real effects or mounting in the beginning. A 3D telling of the creation story. What? The film is using the book of Genesis as its primary resource. The script has been written by John Fusco of Hidalgo fame. And directing will be <laughs> set- of Hidalgo fame. Wow. Of Hidalgo fame. That shit, you leave off a resume. Is Kirk Cameron involved in this? Directing will be by TV vet David Cunningham. $30 million film will use 3D visuals to transform the oft-told tale into a spectacle that the filmmakers hope will attract family and faith-based audiences that flock to The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. 
World War Z can't get made. This shit gets greenlit. Granat pitched the film by claiming the Adam and Eve story has never really been told by a feature film. God made the world in seven hours. Now now we got Genesis. We do it in seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say uh, it reminds me of And God Spoke, and I'll bet the production is going to be just like the film. It won't be as, it won't be as funny. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought <laughs> yeah. of, too. Yeah, skip this, go and yeah, God yeah, Spoke. Exactly. Be happy. Be Ladies and gentlemen, we've reviewed it on the show, but And God Spoke. It's if you haven't seen movie. it, go see it. Very funny. Go rent Old it. Andy Netflix it. Whatever. News you don't give a shit about. L.A. Times. Fright Night has been a high-priority horror remake for both fans and studio DreamWorks since the studio began developing the project. Now DreamWorks appears to have found the man to direct it. Sources say that after the studio met with and contemplated a number of directors, the party on Friday began entering negotiations for Craig Gillespie to take the reins. What, what else Who? has he done? The director is most famous for his 2007 off-kilter romantic comedy, Lars and the Real Girl. That's he great. also directed Mr. Woodcock. That Lars and the Real Girl is a great film. I can't but believe he also Mr. directed Mr. Woodcock. Woodcock. That's terrible. Now, Marty Noxon is uh, writing it. She was one of the uh, veteran writers for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. That might be all right. So... All I know is director. it's it's a remake of Fright Night, Fright Night? Right. which I enjoy not because of its story, but because of its particular kitschiness, and that'd be real hard to recapture. Yeah, it's uh, it was a good film. News don't you don't know. give a shit about. Marvel has partnered with RTC23 to release the Ultimate Comic Fans TV. The 22, 32, 42, and 55-inch LCD LED TV HDTVs feature... Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, Wolverine, Thor, and other characters at the bottom corners of the frame, as well as a themed splash screen that appears for eight seconds when you turn the TV on. Eight oh, seconds? Wait, gosh. what? Prices range from $339 to $1989. So they're at the bottom of the frame, taking up space? I think it's the no, outside it's like, frame. Like the bevel. I, I like think they're just area. stickers. That's what it sounds like, stickers. I, I, I'm not sure, but... Uh, that's but the they, I've stupidest seen some of the thing I don't ever. Think it's, I don't think it's taking up on-screen real estate. I'm That's the stupidest <laughs> thing ever. And then those eight seconds. No, when I turn my TV on, I get impatient waiting for the screen to heat up. I gotta watch eight seconds of the Hulk. What the hell? But you know it's gonna sell like hotcakes because boys are gonna buy it. Because morons will buy that. I would. I would say if it were more expensive than a regular TV of those sizes, no, it would not sell. But Given that it's competitively priced with the same TVs in that series, I think it'll sell. The specs were great. Here's a question for you. See this TV? Yes. This TV right here, how big is this? Uh, 61 inches. 61 inches. Now, let's say you got this TV here for 61 inches. How much you pay for it at the time? Like two grand. Okay, so two grand. It's a high-end TV, Actually, a little more. Fine, we'll say two grand. And then right next door to it in, you know, TV land, wherever the hell you got it from, there's another one. (laughs) Same TV, same everything. But it's got eight seconds of the Hulk and Fantastic Four and fucking whoever, and it's got little little decals and stickers around the edge. Which one are you gonna buy? That's uh, a good question. And I, I'm asking I, I you. Might I actually might consider having that? At the same time, I could go up front, spend four or five dollars on Marvel or DC stickers, and then just stick it around the corner. <laughs> Thank you. Anyone who buys that TV is a Here, moron. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would never like to have that at the bottom of my screen during every movie. I know. If I'm watching a room with a view, like I do every Sunday, then I wouldn't <laughs> want to see 
Thor and the Hulk staring at me from the bottom of the screen while Helena Bottom Carter is exploring her deepest sadness. Kind of throws you off, doesn't it? It totally takes me out of the moment. All right, all right. If you could have a themed TV. Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Porn. Oh, no, you, you, you had to open that. that door, didn't you? you had <laughs> I was already thinking. I was like, I was like, <laughs> who would buy that? That would look tacky Pirates and two. Wait, if it really? was Masters of the Universe, that one was awful. Which one? Not as he said, Pirates Two. Stagnetti's Revenge. Oh, that. Oh, oh okay, never mind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. Not Pirates too. of the Caribbean. Okay. You want a TV right. with a bunch of wieners on it? There's no wieners. <laughs> I don't want a TV with a bunch of wieners. He just wants Jesse Jane naked around the corner. You want a TV <laughs> with pirate dick on it? I am taking a Yarr. wiener tour of England. Let us, let us not, for, lest we not forget my wiener what tour of England. Picture, I want your pictures from that. The World Cup Station. How about you, Jeff? What theme bangers. TV would you like? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> David. Hmm. I wouldn't mind a Dilbert themed one. Oh. There you go. Stick it in my stick in my a little one to stick in my office. What that cool. not there anymore? I want a little Tron TV with a little glowing. That's thing. Nice. stuff like that. I had really that on dope. my desk. I had a whole bunch of EL wire all over my desk once, and that was really cool. So I had like a gate TV. The gate, like, like the movie The Gate, <laughs> where like where, well, it's all like made of rock, yeah. but at the bottom there's like little LCDs that have the little troll like guys that Eyes. walk across the bottom Eyes. every now and then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That could be cool. And every ra- now and then it randomly plays something backwards. Well, guys, I think we figured creepy. out our million dollar idea for a side bu- a side project uh, thing. Here we go. We need to do custom TV settings. <laughs> <laughs> we need yeah. to build custom themed TV settings that you can put your awesome plasma in. TV skins. There you go. Yeah, they've got they've skin. got skins for laptops and Buddy, phones and everything else. We're, we got to we'll, stop we'll doing good I- ideas on the couch. I know, cast, right? You know? What? <laughs> we need to discuss these things off air. Well, I mean, once it's been spoken on this recording. It's trademarked and it's all mine, right? Well, we don't have to worry because this idea, not so good. (laughs) (laughs) It is our copyright. News you don't give a shit about. New Line is looking for recruits for a relaunched Police Academy movie. No. Original producer Paul is back to the new iteration, which has no writer or director attached. Quote, it's going to be very worthwhile to the people who remember it and who saw it on TV. Malaski said. It's going to be a new class. We hope to discover new talent and season it with great comedians. It'll be anything but another movie with a numeral next to it. We'll most probably retain the wonderful musical theme. Thank you, you for providing I'd love that, to be. Way. I'd love to be what, in that what, movie. No, no cameos by uh, Michael Winslow or... Uh... Well, who knows Steve at this Gutenberg, point? It's, it's not like they're doing anything these days. This is true. Michael Winslow actually, is, he does, is doing lots of stand-up comedy He actually everywhere. is. He actually is. I did get to see him about 10 What's years Steve ago Gutenberg in concert. Doing? And he was hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. And he didn't do a whole lot of sound effects until like the very end of the show. And then he, That's his closer. Yeah. That's his big money maker. So, yeah. I, I, if you ever get a chance to see Michael Winslow do his stand-up, I well, say do it. I'm it's, sad that the guy it's who rumored, played Tackleberry is dead. It's rumored that... What? Is he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's I dead. What the hell happened to him? Uh, I think he was loading his gun, oh. and a dog jumped out, <laughs> and he was shooting the gun in the air, and the dog bit him oh. in the balls. And he was like, "Wah!" Uh-huh. And then Lassard is like, "Tackleberry, what's wrong?" <laughs> and he, he dropped a piece of cheese that he'd had on his ham sandwich, and Tackleberry slips on the cheese with the dog on his balls, falls over, and breaks his <laughs> Mahoney. Neck. He breaks his neck. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Apparently, Steve Gutenberg has been doing a lot of work in the last few years, and it's nothing I've heard of. They had mm. the uh, funeral in the uh, Blue Oyster Bar. <laughs> 
was a wake. It was a hell of a wake. I love those stupid movies. God, those movies are fun. I, I Citizens on Patrol is the shit. Bobcat Goldthwait. That was the first one I ever saw. Yeah, two was the greatest. God, you know, it's so a young good. David Spade is in Citizens. Come on, on you guys! Change. <laughs> <laughs> They kind of jumped the shark with the one where they went to Miami. Citizens on Patrol. And they really jumped shit. it when they went to Moscow. Oh. They went to Moscow? I yeah. didn't see that. I have the full collection, oh, dude. Wow. Yeah. The Police Academy movies are just guilty pleasures. And it's always the same damn thing. But you know what? It was, it was a fun damn thing. Yeah. Could there be a Muppet Police Academy? Maybe I do care about this a little. That would rule. Do You do care. You don't, you don't not give a, you don't give a shit about that. You give a real shit I, about I, that. I say it has potential to go either way. Oh, but well, so does everything. But you know what I so don't. So does everything. But you know what I don't Especially care. Barry. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> you, you know what I don't give a shit about? Greener tour. What? Matthew Greenberg. And? He wrote Stephen King's adaptation to 1408, which is great. But he's heading back to King Territory with rewriting Pet Cemetery. Paramount has deemed it remake-worthy. Greenberg has carved out a career in fantasy and horror genres. Among his credits are Reign of Fire, Halloween H2O, and Mimic. Okay, that's not... Mimic's not bad. Mimic's Mm. not bad. H2O's not bad. (laughs) That's true, too. Reign of Fire was the dragon one, right? Yeah. 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 I had a good time with that piece of shit. (laughs) I really did. I thought it was shit. Matthew McConaughey is a shaved redneck guy. If Matthew McConaughey... Wasn't in that? It might have been all right. The other people were. Trying. Oh, he was the deal breaker for you. He was. <laughs> I thought his character was him, fun. Uh, he's fighting them dragons. <laughs> I had a movie shit, but it's I a love fun it. Movie. Fight some dragons, man. Do it. He's this crazy, sweaty, bald redneck. <laughs> Dude's awesome. I liked him. I don't know. I thought the movie was fun. All right, that's it for the craps. Now time for True Week in Geek. Hey, Yay. Stuff. Finally, stuff I might care about. Starting in July of Superman 701 and Wonder Woman 601, superstar writer J. Michael Straczynski dives headfirst into the DC Universe by taking on ongoing writing reigns for two-thirds of the fabled DCU trinity. Wow. To Krasinski, he says, For as long as I've been doing conventions, there's always been the same question from folks in the audience. And is there a character who is your dream character to write for? The answer has always been the same. Superman. When I first came to D.C., my dream was to be realized in part by Dan Didio's gracious invitation to write the first potential of many Superman original graphic novels. Now the dream has finally come true with the opportunity to write for the mainstream title in a story that returns Superman to his roots in a way that will have the whole country talking about him in ways we haven't seen in a long time. Hmm. Go, Joe. Similar, similarly, the uh, chance to write Wonder Woman's massively exciting. She's vital, powerful character. We hope to bring more contemporary sensibility to her character while retaining everything that makes her unique. i got to tell you, I'm not really that interested in the DC stuff and the main DC universe stuff. Uh, but if Straczynski's writing it, I might give it a chance. He got me back on Spider-Man. I was off Spider-Man books for years. Well, it was because and of the shitty... He- turn they took with the... There was uh, so many terrible choices, but he Mephisto, got me back, okay. man. He got me back. It was before that, buddy. No, they that, that, that brand new day shit undid the wonderful work he had put in. That's right. It's a heartbreak, man. That's why he's over with the Distinguished Competition now, because huh. they fucking raped his Spider-Man run. Thank you. But, Let's reset it. It's, well... That Spider-Man run stands on its own. It's got its own legs. It's phenomenal. You've got the 9-11 issue in there. You've got all kinds of incredible stuff. The guy was on the top of his game. And honestly, he brought a fallen Spidey fan back into the fold. 
and I still I still get Spidey, and I, I read lots of other Straczynski stuff too. Uh, he's not on the book anymore, but he got me back hardcore into Spider-Man. You know, they've been doing artist runs on Omnibus. I'm sorry, writer runs on Omnibuses. I hope they release a Straczynski Spider-Man Omnibus. Well, they're hmm. clo- yeah, that would be great. That because it's only about a what sixty issue run, maybe. Yeah, so it's it's perfect for an Omnibus. Yeah, you two about omnibus, three years actually. with that, maybe. Yeah, it'd be great. I'd love it. I'd when love it. The well, they're step? already it's out in trade, but it's yeah, just, but it's hard I want, to get I want it all. compiled. Is he he took it in this really wild mystic realm with the whole lo, the legend of the spider, you know, and how it was like the, he his spirit totem that he was chosen for a reason because he was mystically inclined to become the spider. And all God, I stuff, love his writing. Tying it in with Madam Web and this other weird character named I was Elon or something. Eth, I can't remember his name, but he came in and was like his mentor slash. Hunter, it was cra- it was good stuff. It, it got really crazy. No, well, it, it, it kind of <laughs> went in that whole thing where you know uh, he had to decide whether he was going to let the spider take over, and it's just, it was good. It was good stuff. It's really nice. good. Hmm. You know, he did work for the real Ghostbusters. No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I did because yeah. I got that. He talked about DVD it when we did the review. You have the big set. Oh, that's no, right. Don't you watch the, the show? <laughs> show what? What show? Hey, a show. Hey, wait. Did did he write for another cartoon series? Oh like, God! Uh, here we go. I don't know what was it. Uh, no, oh yeah, no. Masters no. of the Universe. Oh, okay, hey, all well, the greats. Just, thank you. you know okay, and now I realize all his work is shit. Everybody oh, has boy. to pay their dues somewhere. Yeah. Some people it's on the casting pay couch. Their, some people it's working on Masters of the Universe. Pay their dues. Make make groundbreaking television. Call it what you will. <laughs> groundbreaking, groundbreaking television. television. You haven't seen some of those episodes. Some is this going to be another He Man podcast? No. Oh, just God. saying. Some of those episodes are awesome. All right, moderator, move us on. <laughs> L.A. Times. After 19 months away from the spotlight, a new King Kong, more grizzled and definitely ferocious, is prepared to return to Universal Studios Hollywood. Now, why isn't this in news I don't give a shit about? No, yeah. this, no this is truth. No, I this love is this. cool. Since the old animatronic Kong was destroyed in the fire in the theme park's back lot, Hollywood's top visual effect wizards have been tinkering away at a giant hangar in Playa Vista to create new, more realistic ape to terrify visitors who take the part's signature back lot oh, studio tour. You're talking about RoboKong. Yes. I'm all for they're, they're, Yeah, that's all right. Big you know, robot gorilla. You fine. know what I want to see them do? I want to see them put on a gold sequin jacket and make him sing songs like the monkey in, in uh, the Rock of Fire Explosion. Fats. Fats. I, want, I want him to be Fats the Gorilla. Can they sync it up to do to do Rock of Fire Explosion songs? That would be amazing. That would be awesome. Just just for nice. a YouTube video, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you ever see him do Nirvana? Oh that'd God, I love great! It. Inside the humongous drab green building, Academy Award winning director Peter Jackson has led a team of film and theme park ride experts in creating a 3D version of the hairy ape to replace the Kong that died. The new King Kong attraction, described by Universal Studios as the largest 3D exhibit in the world, will debut this summer with the high tour season. If the new technology works as designed, park visitors will not only see Kong in three dimensions, but also smell his banana breath, feel the gust of wind as he jumps over the guests, and sense the ground shake when the ape engages in a Tyrannosaurus wreck for a fight of life and death. Now wait, is it going to be puppets or is it going to be... Looks like it's going to be a 3D video that goes up and over your head. Fuck! The Kong attraction will be one stop of the park's studio lot tour. During a recent preview of the technology, a dirty, battle-scarred Kong stared menacingly out from two 180-foot-long by 40-foot-tall screens that wrap around the trams that will carry visitors. In another scene, a 35-foot-tall T-Rex stepped over the trams, turned to the audience, and buried its massive teeth. It's a screen. On a movie screen. 
Get scared of the screen, kids. Ooh. But they said they were going to blow banana breath. Mm-hmm. They did that. They're going to kill some people. They did people that are the allergic to bananas. The They're going to kill some people <laughs> with so that dumb. shit. They did this in another theme park I was part of. Uh, maybe you'll remember Borg 3D, big screen 3D shit. Uh, this it was is a Borg different. 4D. 4D. <laughs> I think this one's more along the lines of the Spider-Man attraction over in uh, Universal Studios Orlando, oh, that's which gonna is be supposed whack. to be amazing. It's probably, it, it, if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like it's that mix of live action animatronic with filmed action we'll see but, well i mean yeah i, I want to see live action animatronics okay you That's can tell the want. difference between 3d shit and an actual freaking robot I'm just gorilla. such a fan of the robot stuff i, I know. love it i know I, it looks I am fakey, too, but, I don't but yeah care. It, that, it did look really fake it looks fakey but who cares it's so scary when you're a kid i hope they don't do that with the harry potter stuff and and uh, you i'll bet i'll bet it'll oh, be on somewhere i want a robo hermione <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I hope they do a Robo Hermione and not a screen. Hopefully, it has yeah. a lubrication pump. Because if they somewhere. do the screen, that screen will get dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty screen. <laughs> hey, is she legal pull. now? She's been legal. <laughs> oh, okay. She's she's in college. Yeah. Ah. She's 43 years old now. It's been a while since that yeah. series started. Kind of like Andrea realize. from uh, 90210. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. New episodes of the resurrected animation favorite Futurama will return to Comedy Central in June. Yay! Yay! Yeah, they've only been announcing that for like a year. Comedy Central sources confirmed that Thursday, June 24th at 10 p.m. is currently set to premiere the first new half-hour episode of Futurama since 2003. What are they putting Zombie what are Jesus. They, what are they putting with it, I wonder? Oh. Tom goes to the mayor. Oh, God. Fucking terrible. I hate that show. From Geek Doom on December 17th, 2010, Tron Legacy will be released in theaters. So late? I thought they were going to do it in, in summer. So December, excited. my friend. I love it. Do it. Christmas Disney has movie. decided to use this constantly growing buzz around the return of Tron to develop a brand new animated TV series to air on the Disney Channel. The show will be aimed at kids ranged no. age 6 to 14. No. And a 10-part animated miniseries of episodes will begin no, airing in fall no, 2011. No, no, well, no. a 10-part miniseries, it might be okay. No. Okay. Was Clone gonna- Wars Okay. No. Was that aimed at kids? But that yes. wasn't Disney. That was Lucas. Didn't they already do a series like that called Reboot? What the hell is Reboot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's... Yeah, let's hope it's be- a little bit better than Reboot. But Reboot uh, had its moments. See, but it was still pretty I whack. like Tron. Uh, yeah. I, I Reboot, was, Tron. Reboot was the it was first. Never for kids. Yeah. It was even before uh, Roughnecks, which yeah. is what I'm watching now uh, on It was Netflix. for slightly older kids. Not 6 but I, to 14. But I watched it as a kid. It was fine. Yeah, but I don't want to... Oh, they're going to fuck it up. Well, Every Disney... episode's gonna be have a moral, and there's gonna have a, a hey. fun little sidekick like a snarf, and there's gonna be fun little. Th- it, it's not gonna be serious at all. You're gonna see Olivia Wilde in there. You're gonna see fucking snarf. Well, Disney also announced a second new animated TV series. This time, using their massive acquisition of Marvel to reach out the eyes of younger viewers, the show will be called Avengers: The Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and will be aired in this upcoming fall. Eh, whatever. Fingers crossed. On the yeah. Disney Channel? Breath not held. Well, here, you might be a little happy by this. I watch all those old cartoons on Disney Channel. Yeah. Disney Disney XD. Do you watch the, like the old Spider-Man and Iron Man and X-Men? I watch all that stuff. I tape it. I DVR it. Nice. They show it at like 3 in the morning. It's great. Old Hulk. I saw that was playing. It's terrible, but it's great. Right. Well, known to gamers is the creator of the Guild, TV Junkies, as Vi on Vampire Slayer. Oh, I just saw this yesterday. Weedon Dorks and Dr. Horrible sing-along blog Felicia Day certainly gets around. It was just announced that Sci-Fi has nabbed her to star in the upcoming original film Red. 
which will premiere sometime in 2011. Good for her. This Sounds is part, like she's the titular character. She's up there filming right now. This is part of their latest series of films, which will reimagine fairy tales in various ways. Oh, Red Riding Hood. It kicked yep. off last month when Beauty and the Beast, A Dark Tale, which starred Estella Warren, and there are adaptations of Sinbad, Aladdin, Hansel and Gretel on the way. Red, of course, is a take on Red Riding Hood's story, and Felicia Day will star as the titular character. The werewolf-hunting descendant of the original Riding Hood. One day, she brings her fiancé home to meet her family and learns that they are all werewolf hunters, <laughs> thinking that it's a joke until he is bitten by one himself. While her family wants him destroyed, Red oh. tries to find a cure for him. Yeah, I got two words for you. Steefy. Boo. <laughs> Public domain theater. Hiss. <laughs> I saw... Alice. Oh, did you? In Wonderland or whatever they called it. Who the it. fuck is Alice? Sorry. On Siffy. situation. It was the worst piece of crap I think I've ever seen, and it was Bad. four hours of it. <laughs> I, I want my four hours of life back from Siffy. Why did I watch it? There was nothing else on. Uh, it was absolutely terrible. Uh, not only did it pervert the story even more than Tim Burton perverted, perverted the story in this latest Alice in Wonderland, which I thought was kind of fun, it had no semblance of... What am I trying to say? It didn't relate to the original at all, I think, other than in name and barely that. Like a corporate thing going on, did it? Yeah, sort of, yeah. It was really weird and stupid, and Matt Frewer was in it. I like Matt Frewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, this, boo. Sorry, I like Felicia Day. You know, great Red Riding Hood, I get it. I hope she's in a lot more better stuff outside of the Siffy. But the last good thing Siffy had was Battlestar Galactica, and they're in the process of fucking that up right now with Caprica. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I stopped watching that. Have you, have you kept up with yeah, it? I'm, 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 I'm keeping up with it, because I just like watching the Cylon. Pretty bad. I hear the, review, the reviews on it are pretty good, actually, yeah, come, like census-wise. I don't like it. Really? I'm not yeah. saying I hate it, but it just hasn't had anything to hold my attention. That it makes is more me go soap like, opera Yeah, I mean, because like with Battlestar Galactica, it was yeah. like every week was like, oh my god, I can't wait till next week to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And this one has just been like, meh. It doesn't. It didn't catch it's, my it, attention. It's, yet. it's not you know, like like does I he stopped. Re- does I he know that's his daughter yet? No. No. <laughs> oh, then that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> that's been weeks. Yeah, it's Yonsville. It, it is. It does move rather Let's slowly. Let's move forward. It does move rather slowly. I honestly don't see it going past this one season. I don't even like the music. I thought Bear McCreary's work for Battlestar Galactica was groundbreaking yeah, music-wise. This one, eh, nah, not so much. Well, I think he's trying so desperately not to ape himself that he's just putting out dread. Dude, ape yourself. I know, but, well, that was his big thing. He's like, it's going to be totally different. You know what? Maybe he saw not good. Caprica. <laughs> And he's just holding back because he realizes, well, it's kind of mediocre. Yeah, it's a possibility, too. <laughs> it's kind of B.O., is that what you so said? It's kind of mediocre. It's kind of B.O. Oh, it's kind of B.O. It's, yeah, it's kind of B.O. We'll go with B.O. <laughs> so what would you do with those four hours if you had them back? <sighs> what would I do? I'd play some games or something. Anything. I wouldn't watch sci-fi. Siffy. <laughs> God. Harmonix took to Facebook to tell friends and uh, friends of friends that Rock Band 3 will be released this holiday season. Okay. Wow. The announcement is brief and detail-free, but reveals EA will distribute the game, apparently having renewed its Rock Band distribution deal with Viacom. And with Rock Band 3, the developer promised to innovate and revolutionize the music genre once again, just as Harmonix did with the original Rock Band, Rock Band 2, and Beatles Rock Band. Any details? No details at 
I would only buy Rock Band 3 if, A, I can use all the old tracks that are available. I can almost guarantee that's going to happen. And, B, if they do something innovative that actually improves upon Rock Band 2. I hope they incorporate using your own own tracks. I'll add the triangle. Well, they've already added the, uh, you you can upload your own music. In fact, uh, they originally did that so that more indie yeah, um, producers could get their music up on there, but now a lot of mainstream, already established artists that? are. Uh, well, it's that's not I, even up yet, is it? I, well, the software is available, but, but you, but they, yet. they're uploading it. You down, like as far as you and I are concerned, we we can download the music just like we would normally download music for Rock Band. But I guess it's very easy for artists to make a Rock Band version of their own songs and then upload it to... With lyrics and everything? With, with lyrics and everything, yeah. It's just MIDI garbage. It's only, it's only, yeah, no, it's not MIDI. It's not MIDI. It's full-on real Is guitar, MIDI or MIDI? drums, I'm MIDI, looking forward MIDI. To, okay. I'm looking forward to a Rock Band 3 guitar. I want, I want the next-gen guitar. Yeah, I do, too. I'm holding too. off on getting a new guitar. The Rock Band 2... Wireless is really good. So the three as long as the button lasts. So my original, my original rock band guitar is what I'm using. There, okay, there's a lot of bands where they have lead, rhythm, and bass guitar. When are we going to see a three guitar yeah, with drums? That drum could set be up? what happens. That could be it. They're probably going to add more. You, you'll be able to play more instruments at once. I mean, USB. I know Beatles oh. added the ability to have what harmonizing up yeah. to three microphones, but they like didn't that. have three guitars. No, right. but the no. Beatles didn't have three guitars, so you didn't need that. But the Beatles did have two guitars. They had because no, Lenny played rhythm and uh, and I'm not um, bass. George Harrison played lead. So yeah, yeah, you're not counting bass. So, yeah, they play, have, and then bass. You can play three no, guitars, I haven't. Yeah. You can only play two guitars. Really? Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, if you do a full one, you can't have that many people. That that just squeeze things on the TV too much. I don't know. Figure it out. If they could have it where you had like four gar- four guitars at once, that would be kind of cool. I, I my guess is they probably will just because you can do that with Guitar Hero. So that's true. Yeah. That's right. I forgot Guitar Hero added that in their last iteration. Well, I just hope I can import my Klingon band. Oh my God! The Blood of Kalis. Not Pah. Nope. They're called Blood of Kalis. It's wonderful. MSNBC, the massive 8.8 magnitude earthquake that struck Chile, we're still talking about this, more than a week ago, moved the city of Concepcion at least 10 feet to the west. Holy smokes! <laughs> Seismological. crazy! Seismological. What did I tell you? Uh, measurements indicate the violent uh, tremor uh, shifted other parts of South America as well, from the Falkland Islands to, uh, to Brazil. What did I tell you last time? The world is ending. Oh, come on. Stock up Doom on Sayer. canned food and shotgun ammo. And I respond and to save that. all your games. I respond to that the same way. Who wants to live in the ending world? If the world is ending, F it. I don't want to sit around in a can of soup and be like, well, look at me. Top of the world. No. Well, I'll give you another tip as to why the world is ending. It's almost 2012. McDelivery is a service that McDonald's provides overseas to ease the most painful effort step in the McDonald's consumption process, leaving your house and going to McDonald's to pick up your food. (laughs) Wow, indigestion right to your doorstep. Since launching in Singapore in 2005 as a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week service, McDelivery has been a big hit, spawning spinoffs in India, Kuwait, Pakistan, and more. According to Alexa, McDelivery Service is the 93rd biggest domain in Singapore. Is it wow. because they don't want to see fat people in the street? They'd rather keep them in their house? because they can't get out of the house at a certain point. Their Singaporean pitch? 
Yearning for your favorite McDonald's breakfast while curled up in bed? How about delicious piping hot chicken McNuggets at 12 midnight while you're on the net? Or perhaps you're just looking for a quick way to feed a bunch of friends who'll be dropping by for a visit. Have no worries. With McDelivery 24-7, the only delivery service that never sleeps, McDonald's Singapore offers you the convenience of ordering your next meal online quickly and easily. Too fat to get out the door? <laughs> Call. We'll deliver yeah, right how, to your how door. How far does it to get to your nearest McDonald's? Honestly. Well, I, but <laughs> I, can, I, can, I know that they started this initially in foreign countries. The Wife delivery service. Salad? Fucker. They do it in New get York. delivery. Oh, they do do it in New York. Yeah. Now. Okay. I know they originally the all day, out of breath. Oh, now. You don't even have, You just breathe heavy into phone. We'll come here, chew food for you, and spit it in your mouth. We will guess your order through your wheezing, coughing nothingness. We will blend it, and you can have it like a shake. <laughs> I you can drink it rectally. Make delivery in your butt. Too lazy to eat? We'll just grind it up, throw it in the toilet, cut out middleman. <laughs> we'll apply cheese to your thighs so you get the whole effect. <laughs> wow. Duh, um. Talk, talk to me about McDonald's and they bring back the McPizza. I'd do it in a minute. Oh, agreed. Yeah, the McPizza was not bad. In fact, we had that in Las Vegas yes, 20 some odd years ago. They had Mick Spaghetti at some point somewhere. <laughs> I believe Mick it. Spaghetti. I never I never seen it. Growing up at McDonald's, I got to go to conventions to try the stuff that never came out. Is there a McDonald's convention? Every year. Yeah. Tell us about something that never came out. For, for the public? McDonald's fried shrimp. I'm a little funny on their cod as it is. (laughs) That ain't cod. Yeah, they're they're double fish burger that that they had going on now. (laughs) Ain't no cod. The double filet. The surf and turf. A a double squid burger. Oh, here's a little bit of news. Uh, I heard about this on the interweb, where all good things are. (laughs) The the Mc1035. Okay. Nothing. No one's heard of this. The Mc1035. Apparently, the Mc1035 is something you can only get. And it's popular in San Francisco right now at 10.35 a.m. Because breakfast, almost done. Lunch, lunch just on. starting. Yeah. So you can get like an Egg McMuffin and slip a hamburger bun in, and slip a hamburger patty in there. Ooh. Put them together Yo. and you got a Mc1035. Yeah. Google that shit. Yeah. That sounds good. That's like <laughs> there's the... a lot of places that do that. Uh, you know, shoot, there's like a breakfast burger at uh, at Serendipity at Caesar's Palace. That's yeah, there's got, breakfast uh, burgers. Hell, it's got um, fried eggs on it and... Bacon Carl and, Jr. has an all, but for the yeah, true yeah, yeah, yeah. McDonald's aficionado, the nah. Mc1035 is That's one of those cool. almost secret menu items, yeah, like, like animal style, yeah. oh, right, you right, know, right, right, right. fours or whatever. I like it. I got yeah. you. Yeah, 1035 can't be late. Hey, as if you needed more fat clogging your veins. <laughs> A contestant on the German game show Wittendas, Why the <laughs> named no, Sophia Heesch. Claimed that she could identify 80 Star Wars figurines using only her mouth. I saw this. The snow trooper gave her a little trouble, but she still hit her target of four out of five IDs. Lego, right? Uh, yes. Wittendas is one of the most popular games in Europe. Supposedly commands over 50% of the viewing public in Germany, Austria, and she Switzerland. She Legos? And uh, it airs six or seven times a year in two-hour-long specials. The show, whose title translates to Wanna Bet... Ah. Is all about making outrageous bets, getting celebrity panelists to wager on you, and following through. Got it. Wow. <laughs> that would find nine of her ten past boyfriends using that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have lame game shows in America? They always have the coolest stuff in Germany and Japan. That I would watch that show. We have. Who is you smarter than a fifth grader? 
It's yeah. Come because, on. It's because there's so much censorship on our TV shows. This is true, too. Channels, it's not even funny. And not only uh, do the shows, are the shows lame, they're also lame because... They're lame in general, but they're also lame because they, they stretch them out so much. Um, you ask, I ask you a question. Why is the sky blue? And you answer. And the answer is... Dun, dun, dun. Dun 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 dun. Answer after is these B. Messages. After uh, these commercials after or these whatever. Commercial yeah. Break. <laughs> <laughs> answer is B. After this commercial. You could watch a game show in America technically in like five minutes if That's you true. if they cut through the bullshit. Well, I mean, I guess the the censorship issue is 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 kind of universal because in like Australia they censor violence out of TV shows, yes. and then in Europe. You know, you'll have full frontal nudity, but then you know they they cut you know a gun scene out of a a, a show because they don't sure. want guns on there. So Whereas it, in America, it, they just yeah. censor out quality. Yeah, yeah. they they, they <laughs> in, in America they cut the nudity and and the language out, but they leave all the the, the violence yeah. and stuff. So, so Australians, I mean, do you think you got it bad? Yeah. Come live here. I mean, it's it's. I guess it's just it's relative yeah. to where you live. William Shatner. Casually tweeted that he's created his own social network. Oh my god! Yes. Now before we go behind the logic Shatful. behind this, <laughs> here's the basic rundown of Shatner's new uh, internet venture. One is called the Sci-Fi Social Network for those with a passion for the arts. No, it's not a Trekkie fan forum. Two, no. it's a network geared toward people who seek a career in the creation slash production of science fiction, horror, and fantasy. Three, the network is divided into twelve categories: six planets. And six starships. Each planet represents a subcategory in the entertainment arts. Designer animators, writer-directors, musicians, composers, gamers, game developers, TV film producers, and actors, actresses, comedians. Four, each starship represents a larger creative project that, if you're deemed worthy, you can be assigned to by the ship's captain. The site seems to suggest that these six main projects will ultimately be uh, curated by the Shatner himself. By the ship. Well, he's all over the damn site. Five, yes, the metaphor of Starship's planets as entertainment industry carries through everything to the point of confusion. If you're selected to work on a project Starship, you become a crew member, admins of the site, form the Interplanetary Council. I'm confused. (laughs) I'm so confused. Number six, myouterspace.com, that is called, is hiring. Well, recruiting. The uh, council is now interviewing industry-credited producers for Starship captain positions. Ultimately, the only way to see what types of projects these Starship captains might be commanding is to register for an account, and in order for that to happen, the site needs to stop breaking, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they've been driving a lot of si- a lot of traffic to the site right now, but I, the, the idea sounds good. It, it, I just I don't know if the execution will... It does sound like a good idea. Yeah, it's, if, it, essentially, it's putting creative people together to do... Projects. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's bands hurt like, with cats. this shit all the time. Heard some cats, yo. <laughs> I know that it's, it's like pulling teeth trying to get projects done here in Vegas. You know, I mean, oh, Paul. Yes. Actually, you know better than anyone yeah, here. No, it can be. You got to, you know, it's just you got to find the right people. Yep. You got to put a lot of yourself into it. Doing and, it over the internet. And then when they let you down, you try again. Well, doing it over the internet always adds that level of anim- anonymity and uh, and lack of trust that's so inherently important to get these kind of things really going successfully in the first place. Can William Shatner do no wrong just because he's William Shatner? Hey, I got it a video helps. game. I got a video Star game Trek piece novel, of information that you, that you haven't talked about yet, Todd. Are you yeah. close to the end, or you got still tons more? Like, nice. I don't got that much more. What do you got? Uh, okay. So if uh, for those of you who may have played it uh, two years ago, Dead Space. Yeah. Fantastic game. One of my faves, actually. I really, really love this game. It was really scary and really just moody and creepy. And it had the awesome thing where 
when you wanted to go to your next place, you pressed your right trigger in or your right stick in, and there was a line from you to where yes. you need to go. So you didn't F around and waste time getting lost. You went to the next thing and had things going. I love that. Yeah, I did like that. Oh, I love that. Oh, I want that in every game. Every <laughs> game. Agreed. Oh, anyway. So Dead Space 2 is in production, of yes. course. Well, right now, and you can log on to this through Facebook even if you want to, uh, EA is having a contest. Oh, yes. Design a evisceration Basically, yes. Uh, the whole concept of Dead Space: these, 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 this virus reanimates necrotic flesh, and you have to use these weapons, these crazy weapons, to cut these monsters down piece by piece. You have to hack their limbs off. Uh, you can't just shoot them in the head a bunch. You have to actually cut them apart. So EA is looking for new and creative descriptions. Even you just verbally describe how you would cut up this alien monster. And whoever gets the most creative one will not only see that move incorporated in the game, but they will also be scanned into the game as an NPC. Oh, that's fun. Huh. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to write something. Yeah, they'll be the one getting cut up. I'm going to write. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll win. Takes me a couple steps closer to video gameness. Barry would play it then because he would love to cut Torgo into little bitsy bite-sized chunks. (laughs) Over and over. Lactopharma, a New Zealand-based pharmaceutical company, devotes its research to finding medically valuable biologically active compounds in milk. It itself, that'd be cool enough for a line of research, but they've outdone themselves with the latest experimental delivery system, putting biomedicine in ice cream. What? Lactopharma has collaborated with the largest dairy company in New Zealand, Fonterra, to develop Recharge Ice Cream, a lactoferrin-rich ice cream that has shown promising results in early tests for cancer treatment. Lactoferrin, a protein found in milk that possesses the power to impede tumor growth and improve intestinal immune response. And because the side effects of chemotherapy include destruction of neophilus, wild blood cells, and uh, intestinal cells, which often leads to infection and digestive problems, University of Auckland biologist Gene Christensen, sorry, Jeff Christensen, decided to test bovine lactoferrin on chemical therapy patients to see if they could counter these side effects. Interesting. So, yes, medicine ice cream. That's ask, cool. Ask for it by name. <laughs> <laughs> Literally cool. Shut up. Now, if they could just engineer ice cream with all the vitamins and minerals of vegetables, we can get Paul healthier. <laughs> Dude does not eat his vegetables. I'm getting better. I had a salad yesterday. I worked out today. What was in that salad? That salad was leafy greens, delicious turkey, and some delicious thin sliced turkey, and uh, uh, a couple of croutons, and some ran- uh, not ran- but Caesar dressing. Okay, Caesar dressing is the worst I know, for you. But it's, it's delicious. Absolutely the worst. <laughs> but that's why it tastes like a good salad. Not that's nasty. not a salad. That's <laughs> like a sandwich. It was. That's like two Big Macs that you had right no, there. No, I did not. It wasn't that bad. No, it's. I, I got the. Were there light, any tomatoes in it? I got the light Caesar. Oh, the light, no one knows light Caesar. Caesar's you got okay. the light Caesar. No, light Caesar. Is light fat. Okay. Fat. Would, Listen, buddy. That's what I'll make I, a salad. That's what I ate. I'll on the ship salad. when I lost all that weight was Caesar salads with a little bit of chicken and a little bit of croutons, and I lost weight like crazy. Well, it's a, it's a step process, Barry, and at least he's getting better at step! it. Step! Fuck! Yes. It's been ten years! Man, some people was just bone <laughs> into it. Take another step! Bone into it. Also, <laughs> I love food. 
<laughs> no yeah, yeah. Extra crispy bucket of chicken you are. <laughs> BBC, an estimated 600 million metric, metric tons of ice discovered on the moon's North Pole might be enough to supply water for a permanent base on the moon, oh. according to scientists. But it's owned by Evian. It's been lying in extremely dark, shadowy craters this whole time. Scientists estimate... Extremely dark, shadowy craters. <laughs> it's hide water. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stealth water. Stealth water. Bottom water. You can find bottom, bottom water. <laughs> bottom water. <laughs> That's where my mom is. Oh god, here we go. Scientists estimate that this <laughs> amount of water could easily con- sustain a moon base, or if the oxygen in the ice was converted to fuel, could fire one space shuttle per day for two thousand two hundred years. Is or it just, is it just one? Or keep one space goldfish alive forever? <laughs> is it just one? It, it's just water. It's not it's water. Ice. It's, it's not a ice. water compound. Last year, scientists found almost 26 gallons of water, water ice on the moon's south pole by crashing a rocket hole into the cold, dark crater. So I can melt it and drink it. The crash produced a plume of material that provided evidence of water ice on the moon's surface. It Craters, like moon. which yeah, house the water the deposits at both north and south poles of the moon, are extremely dark, cold, and never catch any sunlight. Temperatures in some of these permanently darkened craters can drop as low as 25 Kelvin. That's negative 415 degrees to you U.S. people. Colder than the surface of Pluto, allowing water ice to remain stable. Nice. Hmm. So is there water... How much? Like, is it? How deep does this water go? How deep is your water? I don't know, but it says uh, 600 million metric tons. It's not bad. It goes about 40 feet, and then it opens up into a giant water park. With Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner lives inside the center of the moon and owns a water park. (laughs) And drinks his own urine. Of course he does. He's got gills. He's the sailor. He also built a baseball thing The sailor? What was his name? The the mariner. The The mariner. The mariner. Boom. Uh, Boom. I'm saddened I, that you both know that. I should say he was Submariner. <laughs> He's a mutant. I'll give you this. The Waterworld shit at the Universal Studios was pretty sweet. It is pretty you, nice. know, you know it who, they, you know who they originally cast in that role? None other than Gil Gerard. <laughs> yeah. never and that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do him. He's amazing. Neil Hamburger, awful. Neil Hamburger, America's Funny Man, class act, king of stand-up comedy. I love him. Here it is, folks. The big list. Big list. <laughs> Top seven ways games can transform you into a superior human being. Yeah. This right. is brought to us by Games Radar UK, folks. Okay. Number seven. Games give you heightened concentration. The zone, reserved for only the mightiest brains, is a zen-like state. Entered into when you are unable to completely block off the world around you. Become utterly absorbed in your mission. Focus entirely (laughs) on the task at hand. Only through years of training can you learn this art that allows you to transcend what was previously thought humanly possible and reach the ultimate state of concentration. Through gaming... You learn to do this on a daily basis for several consecutive hours, sometimes while drunk. Dave, you laugh. I ain't no joke, man. <laughs> no, I just I, need I, a I pair mean... of boobs, and I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to stare well, at something. But no, it's it. I will forget the to Japanese blink. Games are gonna hook you up. I will forget to eat. 
I swear, I'll be like, what, 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 why do I feel funny? Oh, food. I'm see, lacking I food. I rarely enter that zone, as you can see. Uh, <laughs> I never forget to eat. I can be playing the best game in the world and I don't forget to eat. Although, if I'm playing a really good game, I will play sometimes late into the night and not eat. Yeah. You'll look mm. up, you'll look out the window and go, what happened to the sun? I've had that happen. Yeah. Or where did the sun come from? Yeah. yeah. I've had that happen. Is that, where's that lake coming from? It doesn't oh, happen shit. as much. The sun's coming up. used What's to happen a lot more when I was younger. <laughs> I'm getting so old That's now. Fungus. That's why oh, all these yeah. windows are blocked out. Yep. Yeah. It's always nighttime in here. <laughs> That's right. That's the way to do it. I Number got all my windows blocked. I used to go into those trances for uh, StarCraft. Uh, I was like, okay, I, I know where I'm going to go. All these things hotkeyed. I'm going to go over here, go over this part of the map, go over this part of the map. And you're doing all this shit at once. And you're like, I, I can never do this in real life. I can barely walk and breathe at the same time. That's that trance. That's that special place. I've had that happen a couple of times in Rock Band where I'm just like, I can't physically move my fingers that fast playing the notes. But just all of a sudden, it's like you're in a trance. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's just, it's like you're, you just you're start disconnected doing it. from yeah. your fingers, and you're you just possessed. start going, Wah. and you're like, five stars, gold, yes! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Number six, games make you more intelligent. Plowing hundreds of hours of gaming into your beloved medium of choice keeps your brain working overtime when other folks, non-gaming folk, use this time to sleep or stare at things. Sleeping and staring at things does nothing to work the little guy upstairs and waste valuable time. You could be expanding your mind gaming. Much like a muscle, the more you work your brain, the stronger it becomes. And the more brain power you have, the more intelligent you are. It's just simple science, people. Uh, I I think it's too simple. I disagree. I say it just keeps you from getting dumber. Well, But I I do believe that if you exercise your brain, it keeps you smarter. and, And it does... Help you. Well, just using well, language as a as a specific example. Okay. Look at what a lot of the social networking has done to people not understanding the difference between their T H E R E and their the possessive T H E I R. Oh, I know. Or or you and your and you are with Y O U apostrophe R E. Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy. But you know, I think certain if you read really... a lot, if you are exposed to language proper language, properly used language a lot. You tend to well if you're exposed you to more to, things, you develop more connections in your yes, brain. Yeah, and it does it, it makes it does make you smarter. Uh, video games, however, just judging by the Xbox Live community <laughs> don't alone, make you smarter, yeah. don't make you smarter. Yeah, well, like, no, but that, I think I really do think it does indeed prevent you from getting dumber. Yeah, certain game experiences, I think, would be good mental exercises, but for the most part, I think most video games are to mental exercise mm-hmm. what the thigh master is to real exercise. Okay, so, it's <laughs> yeah. con- so like, you're saying it's content dependent. Like, it's totally yes, content. yes, I would agree I, with you there. The DS Imagine Baby Party. Which makes you a genius. <laughs> However, if you play Civilization, that will probably make you smarter. Yeah, I think but so. Grand Theft Auto Four, no, no, be not so much. Over no. But you'll know what to do when you run over a hooker and yeah. take her money. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll be able to expand your musical horizons as well from the radio. On and that note, and you'll on be able that to drive note, a car like that um, kid did. The thing kid. with your and your, uh, I got into an internet argument. Sort of, almost, almost got into an internet argument with a developer of Star Trek Online on the Star Trek Online forums. And he started spelling things Y-O-U-R when he meant Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. He did this no less than twice in an otherwise well-worded reply to what I had said. And therefore, I dismissed his argument completely. (laughs) (laughs) My hair is a bird. Your argument is valid. The game didn't didn't make you dismiss it? All right, what's the next one? Number five, games give you better hand-eye coordination. 
with your eyes transfixed yes. on your screens and your hands glued to your controllers, your hands and eyes align to become one with you and your game's machine. If, as if your eyes and hands were magically connected via an intricate system of conductive channels, gaming teaches you to send lightning-fast signals between the two in order to coordinate them towards one sole purpose, to win. You are not born with this. Gaming teaches you this. Word. True. Yep. True that. Yeah, yeah. but you Street get, you get real, coordinated yo. to your hand, but you lose control. You lose coordination with your butt. That's right. <laughs> That's, right. That's true. That's I can only lift my right cheek. I can't feel my butt. I can't get around. My prehensile ass is not what it used to be. <laughs> yeah, your your fingers move like lightning when you're playing a video game, but then you try to get up, and you're like, oh, crack. crack. The, next, the next day, they crack. Walk to the refrigerator, and you're like, oh, oh, everything hurts. Sit back down. I, okay, my hands. Right. I used to be able to make my cheeks smile. Now they just frown. Oh, Lord. Oh. Oh. Number apples. four, games increase stamina. Gaming, uh, gaming increases stamina beyond the capabilities of any non-gaming human being. Rebuilding you from the ground up, video games transform your bodies into temples dedicated to the cause. <laughs> able, this is. able to run on little more than potato-based snacks washed down with energy drinks, you are able to sustain hour after hour of sitting and button mashing and still have fuel left in the tank to come back each and every day to achieve your goal and see the credits roll. Till you're 27, till you're 27 and your metabolism says, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I say wrong to that. I keep going. Games teach you to push yourself through the tiredness, beyond the red of your eyes and the blistering of your thumbs to come back and have one more go when everything is telling you to stop. I've had days in like games that. we trust. I've had days like that. Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, pulling down the Tie Fighter. Oh Jesus! Three hours. <laughs> Three hours. I no. remember he came over here to do an episode. He was talking about it. Last night I spent three fucking hours trying to pull this Tie Fighter down. I just couldn't do it. But no, I, I say it. that's bullshit. It. It, it sounds right in the way it's worded, but the thing is, there's nothing to do with stamina per se. When I think of stamina, I think go out and run around the house a couple, you know, do a couple laps around the neighborhood. Yeah. Stamina. You know, that's <laughs> nothing to do with stamina. No, stamina is pushing through when your body says quit. That's mental stamina, not. Not physical. I'm gonna go lift some shit. Stamina. That says increased stamina. I didn't say the category. Eh, right. That sounds more mental discipline stuff. than yeah, stamina. Yeah, but as soon as you're done gaming, as soon as you hit that flight of stairs, <laughs> your stamina, stamina goes shit. passing out. <laughs> Number three, games give you the ability to multitask. Well, that's true. true. Yeah. Key, yeah. key to any gamer's arsenal of life, enhancing abilities is a skill to do many different things at once. As video games have progressed from single-button controllers to a few pixels on the screen, you are now required to manipulate face buttons, triggers, joysticks, and D-pad to control on-screen what your eyes are telling you is necessary for survival, all without so much as a glance down. Need to wall-run across a cliff while simultaneously equipping armor, dropping a grenade on the foe below, sniping the guy in the clock tower, and dodging the fireball shooting out of the She-Devil's nipples? No and problem. yourself. You're a gamer. I am Gaming looking. teaches you uncanny ability to manage all these things at once without dropping the, so much as a health bar. I am looking at the Sony PlayStation controller. I see two four buttons on the top, four analog buttons, uh, one, two, three, four buttons on the right, the two sticks, and the select and start button. That's and a the lot st- of damn buttons. And don't forget that there's buttons on the actual sticks when you click them in. Oh, yeah, there's a couple more. Yeah. 14 buttons, I think. It's Hell, I've, I've seen Barry multitask. I've gone over there, worked in his office when when we're doing show stuff. He's got, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, he has two computers sitting right next to each other, two monitors right next to each other, and he's using both of them. He's got 
two computers, two keyboards in front of him, and two mice. And he's going at both of them when he's doing his his uh, development stuff. It's a pretty it's like pretty damn depressive, I have to say. I have enough trouble keeping one computer in and line. And you know who you can thank? Who? S- Sid Meier. Sid Meier? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Sid Meier. I can play online, hold a conversation with someone over Xbox Live Chat, and... Talk to my wife. Oh, oh you want wow. to talk about juggling balls? In well, now, yeah. Well, consider, you, consider, consider. I should tell you, I don't Xbox hear shit live she chat says. Is I was say. <laughs> Your gameplay skills are for shit. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. And you know um, you ain't listening to your wife. <laughs> now listen, now listen. You just you say that, but I shut you down the other night at Coldcept. Shut you down. Yeah, he did shut me down at Coldcept. Wait, you guys are playing Coldcept? Yeah. Oh. I know. I want to play, dude. I want to play. We got to make a play date for it. I believe it I shut you down at some pinball. You did, but they that got, was they got a new table. Cheapity cheap. Hell, yeah. What cheapity cheap? What cheapity cheap? I was. Oh fuck it. All right. Yeah, that game's hard. <laughs> the game's balls. Number two, games give you better awareness of your surroundings. Uh, a veteran gamer doesn't look at a screen of Modern Warfare 2 and just see a pretty picture of a gun and some greenery. He sees a FAMAS equipped with an ACOG scope, mounted grenade launcher, and blue tiger detail. He knows instantly his ammo status, equipped perks, kill streaks, team score, grenade type, equipment, enemy positions, and where the nearest ammo drop is. Gaming teaches you to pay attention to these details See, that's why all I while saving your own skin and shooting the face off the opposition. That's true. I can't pay attention to my details in real life, but when you get me in front of those things, I always know what weapons I have, how much ammo I got on them, which one's got the scar. I always want the scar cock. That's always what I want in the sniper rifle and the big sniper rifle with the you know few shots, not just that one. I I've been playing some Battlefield. <laughs> the thing is, your attention doesn't extend past the monitor. Screen. Yeah, and then when my girlfriend says, "Hey, go we'll wash the dishes, huh?" Oh yeah, I'll do that. Where's your keys? I don't know. Right in front of me. Doesn't she have to wash the dishes anyway because you don't do it right? I do it fine, but she just she does them better, I guess. I don't know. She doesn't like the way you do it. That's funny. That's what I hear. (laughs) Number one, gaming increases determination. As gamers, sometimes we play games to relax. Other times, we play games for fun. More often than not, we do it for the love of the medium, but sometimes, just sometimes... We do it when we don't even want to. When we could think of nothing less appealing than heading back into that virtual world that we'd spent the last three months inhabiting. Why do we do it? To find the last few collectibles in order to hit the elusive 100% completion mark. That's you. Whether it's collecting audio logs, (laughs) shooting pigeons, or finding each and every last coin, something within us pushes on as we strive for perfection whether we like it or not. This is determination. (laughs) Video games... We are forever in your debt. No, that's not Torgo. That's agent skills. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. He's the achievement horse. He be a is... game I really like to do that kind of shit, though. I don't think he there's any crazy. game he owns that does, he has not gotten 100% of the achievements on. He really goes to town on that he stuff. He does. He gets a lot of stuff. He does, I mean, he more power to him. Full, full on, but he, he, he drains close to 1,000 gamer points out of most of his titles. It's crazy. I mean, wow. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I just... Me... I play a game, and when I'm done with it, I was like, okay, you know what? I completed the game. I'm done. He does it countless times to make sure he gets every single achievement The done. only game that has moved me... And that's, me, that's pretty damned impressive. The only game that has moved me to do that recently was that Wolverine, the new Wolverine that's game. That's true. That was so, so good. I played through it twice, 
full on trying to get everything. I still missed three dog tags somewhere. It's yeah. driving me up a fucking wall. See? Determination. I, think the, I, I don't think have the that. only game I, I got 100% of the achievements well, it, it, on I was defeated on that. Was, was like, Lego Batman. Well, even I just uh, finished Dante's Inferno, and you yeah. saw me restart yes. it again to go yep. get this, these couple of achievements. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. I yeah. don't have one game I'm like that with. Not one. Nah, that's because you are That's a really true. good game. Eh. So that, that's the only one I've really gone crazy it's on. It's because he's ADD. Well, that's yeah, it. That's the top bit. seven ways games can transform you into a superior human being. Yay. I think if you really want to be a superior human being, you'll donate to the Ugly Couch Show. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> also, click on our ads. Also, become our free friend on Facebook. Yes, please And do sign that. up for our newsletter. Yes. You're the 500th uh, subscriber to our newsletter. Gets a special prize. Yes, they do. Dream date with Paul Mattingly. Oh, I thought they were getting the, uh, the, uh... Unbreakable comb? Well, that, yeah. We'll get them something. Yeah, we'll get something. Well, that's it for the Couch Cast. So tune in next week for the next Couch Cast. We can tell you what's going on. We can geek, and... Till then, I'm Astro Torgo. Dr. Vlog. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And the Dave Raiders. And we'll see you next week in Geek. Goodbye.